Today's podcast is brought to you by MyFaithClothes.com. I've told you about their great shirts, their great jewelry, the fact that you can send things back if you don't like it. I realize sometimes ordering clothes online, but here's something else that's cool. They've got a lot of free stuff, some free Christian downloads. I just downloaded and installed a great backdrop for my desktop on the computer. You can also get these for your phone. It says iPray, kind of like iPod. Check it out. Lots of free stuff. MyFaithClothes.com. I'm here to praise your name, Lord. That's what I'm talking about. I'm here to lift the name of Jesus high. All right, welcome to Feeding My Faith. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the School of Podcasting.com. This is where we stripe out all the religion, and it's just you, me, and God trying to get a better understanding of God. And I got to tell you, today's scripture is Matthew 5 and Proverbs 5. And the thing that stood out as I read this is just how far the world has come. It's basically the Sermon on the Mount. And it's such an encouraging word. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Think about if you're poor in spirit. You just don't have the will to go on. You know, blessed are you. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart. We talked about guarding your heart a couple episodes ago. Because if you, blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And if you just think about that, you know, blessed are the peacemakers, can you see, if you watch TV, any reality TV, people throwing chairs at each other, people about, I'm going to sue you, I'm going to punch you in the face, I'm going to just, there are peacemaking, what the heck? We send peacemakers into war territories, right? It's just, it's just an amazing, people had to look at him like, you are crazy. And he says, blessed are you when people insult you. That sounds a little different. Blessed are you when people insult you. They persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And to me, We talked about this a couple episodes ago about having patience. And it's just Jesus saying, look, I know this sucks, but hang in there. Your time is coming. And he kind of says here to stay, stay tall, right? He says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand. 
and it gives light to everyone in the house. And he's just saying, look, wave your freak flag high here. You know, let your light shine for others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. And he just goes through. And as I read these different areas, he he raises the bar. He's kind of like, we talked about, you know, when things are dangerous, he says, you've heard it said that people should not murder and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. So he's like going, I know you said murder. I'm saying, no, no, let's take it up a notch. If you're even angry, he says, again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, Raka. Now, it says that this is basically an offensive term. So let's just say anyone who looks at the brother and says, F you, is answerable to the court. Anyone who says you fool will be in the danger of the fire of hell. Maybe Raka is a-hole. It's some sort of not nice thing to say to people. He says, therefore, if you're offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to them and then come and offer your gift. Jesus is so about your heart. We talked about protecting your heart. And here he's saying, no, 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 no. Get your heart straight, then come. Because he's not into hypocrites. Settle your matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Do it while you're still together on the way, or your adversary may hand you over to the judge, and the judge may hand you over to the officer, and you may be thrown into prison. Here again, I always say, get out there and testify to the truth. Here's Jesus. Truly, I tell you, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny. So here, again, Jesus is saying the direct opposite of what today. Today is sue thy neighbor. He's like, no, 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 just settle it out of court. Don't worry about it. Divorce. It's been said anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for sexual immorality makes her a victim of adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Jesus doesn't like divorce. Bottom line. And today, just like, ah, whatever. You married a wench. You married an idiot. Divorce the bum. In oaths, again, you have heard that it is said to people long ago, do not break your oath, but fulfill to the Lord the vows you made. He takes promises very serious. God doesn't break his promises, and he expects you to do the same. He says, but I tell you, don't swear on an oath at all, either by heaven, for it's God's throne, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make even one hair white or black. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. So he's not a big fan of saying, I swear, I do this, Bo. He's like, no, no, no. How about just saying, yeah. An eye for an eye. Isn't that today's kind of mentality? He says, I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. How opposite is that of today? 
If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You know, as I record this, I'm actually recording these a month ahead. I still want to hear from you. You can do that at feedingmyfaith.com slash contact. But there are Salvation Army ringers outside of the stores. You know, and Jesus is saying, look, you know, they're asking for your change. How about giving them a buck or two or five? And then the ultimate just doesn't make any sense in today's world. He's saying, you've heard it say to love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, um, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That you may be children of your father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rains on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you lose those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? Again, tax collectors back in the day, worst people on the planet. If you lose those who love you, what reward will you get? Even the tax collectors are doing that. And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans say hello. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Now, that's a tall order there. Be perfect. But that's what he wants you to shoot for. And so, in Proverbs 5, you will see more things that are just not of this world. And basically, in Proverbs 5, he's saying, uh, people, keep it in your pants. Here again, he's saying, pay attention to my wisdom. Turn your ear to my words of insight. He says, for the lips of the adulterous woman drip honey, and her speech is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter, sharp as a double-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave. She gives no thought to the way of life. Her path wanders aimlessly, but she doesn't know it. He says, listen to me. Don't turn aside from what I say. Keep to a path far from that person. Do not go near her door or her house, lest you lose your honor to others and your dignity to one who is cruel, lest strangers feast on your wealth and your toil enrich the house of another. At the end of your life, you're going to groan. When your flesh and your body are spent, you're going to say, man, I hated discipline and how I just hated any kind of direction or punishment. I would not obey my teachers or turn my ear to my instructors, and I was soon in serious trouble in the assembly of God's people. He says, drink water from your own cistern, running water from your own well. Should your springs overflow in the streets, should your streams of water in the public squares, let them be yours alone, never to be shared with strangers. Um, May your fountain be blessed, and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth a loving doe, a graceful deer. May her breast satisfy you always. May you ever be intoxicated with her love. Why, my son, be intoxicated with another man's wife? Why embrace the bosom of a wayward woman? For you, or excuse me, for your ways are in full view of the Lord, and he examines 
all your paths. The evil deeds and the wicked ensnare them. The cords of their sins hold them fast. For lack of discipline, they will die, led astray by their own great folly. So here again, very just right to the point. He's saying, look, you're going to regret this later. And again, you can hear that sense of urgency. So we hear that Jesus doesn't like divorce. That Jesus basically stood for everything that the world is against. And when we stand up for him, he's saying, look, I know you're going to get a lot of crap. And your spirit's going to be broken and you're going to mourn and you're going to, you know, you're going to be meek. You're going to want stuff. You're going to hunger for righteousness and you're going to want to hold grudges. And it's going to be very easy to just get jaded and you're going to want to lash out. And he's saying, no, no, don't do that. Do the opposite because your treasure is coming. It's in heaven it's waiting for you. It sounds so weird. Rejoice and be glad. I think that's the thing that steps out. I think that's the, the title of this episode. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. And it's kind of like, it reminds me of those days of let's make a deal. When somebody thought they just want a camel. Or something. And they would, I forget the game show, but you would think that you lost. And they'd go, and you can use that camel when you take a trip to Morocco. It's a brand new car. And the person would be like, oh my gosh. I didn't realize I had more treasures. And I was so downtrodden. Because I thought I'd won a camel. And I was bummed. And Jesus is saying, rejoice and be glad. Don't forget, I got your back, we're good to go, and your reward is in heaven. And if you think about it, I don't know about you, I'm about like halfway to dead at this point with my age. And from what I understand, the next half is going to go pretty quick. And I'm sure when I get to heaven, that I'm just going to go, man, that was a blink of an eye. And I can't imagine waking up and having every day be like Christmas. Who knows if we even sleep? I don't know. I just, from what I understand, you can't imagine heaven. If you think about how awesome it will be, you're not even close. And that's why God is so, so intent on getting your attention and saying, no, 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 listen up. Look, this thing here, you got some hot chick and she's got, you know, she's wearing her little sister's shirt. She's popping out everywhere and she's saying, baby, come with me. You say, no, 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 no. That is a quick, you know, 10 second, right? Satisfaction. Don't lose sight of the prize. Rejoice and be glad 
when you got to say no thank you because your reward in heaven is you can't even imagine how cool that is going to be. So I thank you, God, for telling me, giving me a plan, saying, look, I know how it's going to be, and I know it's hard. It's a pep talk. The Sermon on the Mount is a pep talk, saying, look, hang in there. Hang in there. You are blessed. It doesn't feel like you're blessed. It doesn't look like you're blessed. It doesn't smell like you're blessed. It doesn't taste like you're blessed. Trust me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. And when we look back, we're going to go, man, that was nothing. So I thank you, God, for revealing that today. I thank you for your pep talk. I ask you to help me with mercy. I'm a person who will hold a grudge, even if I don't want to. I just hold on to those hurt feelings. And I ask you to help me let go. You don't hold a grudge. And I want to be like you. So I appreciate the pep talk today. I appreciate the insights into the long-term goal of heaven and I appreciate you taking this time with me thanks God you rock I want to thank you so much for tuning in to Feeding My Faith again visit my sponsor myfaithclothes.com I'm telling you it's really cool stuff it really is great t-shirts and uh Jewelry, if you're into jewelry, and again, it's 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 cool stuff. This is not cheesy stuff. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't be talking about them on my show if I didn't like them. And I uh, I love their stuff. Also, if you want to do something, this one's free. If you go out to feedingmyfaith.com/itunes, that will give you take you right there. You can go right into iTunes, give us a review. Would love to hear your feedback, especially if it's positive. And if you're listening on Stitcher, how about a little thumbs up? That would be great. You can also write reviews there. And that just helps the uh, helps the podcast get a little bigger audience. And um, we're here to go and to tell the world. And uh, I appreciate all your feedback. You can find me, feedingmyfaith.com slash contact. And uh, like you said, truly, get out there and testify to the truth. Thank you so much. And God bless.